having the feeling that other people want you to get better and want you to be the best version of yourself was the key to being open for me. This is the Mindful and Positive Podcast. You know, most of the reporting on student mental health is negative, and actually it's truly heartbreaking. Like the fact that 62% of college graduates experience overwhelming anxiety, or that teen hospitalization rates have doubled over the last decade. How about half of millennials cite mental health as a reason for leaving a job? And 20% of Americans report feeling socially isolated? And that was before COVID. Locally, suicide rates have doubled amongst those under the age of 18. But this isn't a podcast about all of that. It's about what people are doing in the face of this crisis. This is about resilience, about courage, and about strength and hope. Every episode, we feature stories about growth and transformation. This is a podcast about flourishing. Because you know, there are many mental health success stories all around us. There are so many young people who on a daily basis are overcoming challenges and doing amazing things and becoming amazing people. So welcome to the Mindful and Positive Podcast. I'm Meg Frederick. And I'm Jeff Konevsky. We are teachers at Cheyenne Mountain High School in Colorado Springs. Well, actually, I'm retired now. And as a founder of the Mindfulness and Positivity Project, I devote my time fully to our nonprofit organization. We train students and their teachers how to infuse their lives with happiness and peace through mindfulness and positivity. Our very first guest on the Mindful and Positive podcast, a recent graduate of Cheyenne Mountain High School, is Maddie Zakrajak. Oh, Maddie, she helped start the Mindfulness Club. She is just a brave young lady who talks openly about her mental health struggles, but mostly about her triumphs. We are sure going to miss Maddie next year, but I'm glad we have this opportunity to share her story. Well, then let's get to it. We recently had the pleasure to sit down with Maddie, and here it is. Just a little kind of um, kind of background is Meg. Meg texted me a few weeks ago. She said, "Do you know of any podcasts for young people okay. on having to do with well-being and mental health?" And I was like, "No, I don't." And then I think the next thing she said was, "Let's make one." And then we were like, "Okay." Here's a little intro music just for you, Maddie. Okay. Okay. I would be complex. I would be cool. They'd say I played the field before I found someone to commit to. And that would be okay for me to Favorite, do. favorite, favorite artist of and all time. With possibly one of the best songs she's ever produced in her entire career. So welcome to our first podcast of the Mindful and Positive podcast, where our goal is to, I don't know, celebrate, explore, and understand um, taking care of your mental health. Well, I'm very, very, very excited and happy that you wanted me to be a part of this. We could not think of anybody better than you, Maddie, with your passion and your commitment. And and certainly, I don't think that the Mindfulness and Positivity Club would be what it is today without your leadership and just your commitment to everybody and your commitment to yourself with your own mental health and well-being and what you have done and your journey with that. So we're really excited just to share that story about you with many other people. Well, thank you. 
That kind of leads to my first question, Maddie, is you've always been fairly open about kind of taking care of your mental health. Yeah. Um, can you kind of take us through how you've been able to be open about that and really kind of understand uh, how critically important that is? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, full disclaimer, at first, I definitely was not open about it. I'd say when I first started really struggling and dealing with a mix of anxiety and then depression from that anxiety, I was very closed off because I wasn't willing to let people help me. But then when, when my parents started talking to me and I started talking to my teachers at school and I had friends reach out to me, I think that was the biggest thing for me to be able to open up is I really saw that people genuinely cared about me. And I think that having the feeling that other people want you to get better and want you to be the best version of yourself was the key to being open for me. And I know that's not the same for everybody. It's different for everybody. But I think for me, just having that reinforcement of we do care about you and we want the best for you was absolutely the greatest thing that could have happened because it allowed me to be so open. And I think after I started doing therapy, I work, I worked and I continue to work with a wonderful therapist, Dr. Darby. He is amazing. And I know from my experience, I don't know a lot of people like me who are willing to talk about this. It takes a lot of courage to say you have struggled and you've been to some really dark places at one point or another. And I just, I wanted to be able to be that person for other people to say, okay, she is open about this and she can talk about this and I can get to that point. Because I think if you can watch other people be open about a struggle as real and as scary as something like this is, then everything just kind of, you can focus on that. You can just say, okay, you, we can watch other people take these steps and I'm going to make my own steps to get to that place. I want to tell a quick Maddie story um, that's going to lead to a question. And it's my, it's one of my favorite stories of any student of all time. And it was the first day that you were in my economics class <laughs> and then we were in the portables. It's when they were redoing Chime Mountain High School. And you walked in and I met you at the door. I'd never seen you before. And <laughs> You said, and I quote, uh, my name is Maddie and I, uh, you're not going to call on me. <laughs> something, something very similar to that. And, and you were very clear right off the bat that um, you were not going to talk publicly. You were not going to speak. You weren't going to just take my questions. And then four years later, I see you every morning and you're coming into teachers' classrooms and you're talking with kids the amount of growth that I've had the pleasure of witnessing from you has been truly remarkable. And I wanted to ask you, um, how have you seen yourself grow over the last four years? Well, I can say it's been a big, <laughs> it's been a big difference in who I think I originally was in high school and who I am now and having graduated. Um, I think the biggest difference I see is I am a lot more focused on what's important and I'm not focused on what doesn't matter. I just, of course, I take everything and I put it into perspective and 
I think I've learned, the number one thing I've learned in growth is to care about and what you love. And I think that is where my growth came from. Because like you said, I was just, I just didn't, I wanted to be invisible. I didn't want people to call on me. I didn't want to have to speak in front of other people. I didn't want my ideas shared, my opinions out there. I just wanted to sit there. I wanted to get to school. I wanted to sit through it and go home. I didn't want people to know who I was. And I think that as I was able to focus on more of the things that I loved, I realized that I should be able to share my opinions and my ideas and how I feel about things. And that has really pretty much brought me to where I am today because I'm not afraid to talk about what I think is important and where my heart says I, and what my heart says I need to speak about. You know, Maddie, I will say that just, it's so heartwarming to hear you tell your story because I have had conversations with other students who have said that your courage and your ability to be vulnerable and open and share your story has allowed them to grow in their own mental health journey. So I can't imagine a Maddie that wasn't able to share this experience because you have affected so many lives in such a healthy, positive manner. So I am just grateful for your courage. Um, and in a weird way, I'm really grateful for your suffering because your suffering has been such a gift, you know, not only to yourself, but to so many others. So there's some beauty in that, that I see. I, I really do. I really do agree with that, Miss Fred. And thank you so much for saying that. And I think as much as it is hard to suffer at such a young age in the ways that a lot of kids like myself have had to grow up. And I think that if I hadn't suffered the way I had, I wouldn't have been the person I am now. And I think I'd still be my little 14 year old self afraid to talk. I love that because I have had to recently, I mean, and, and certainly in the most recent past with so much going on in the world around us, I've had to return to that mantra that suffering creates gratitude and suffering creates meaning. And as we always say, we want to alleviate unnecessary suffering. But when we do suffer, gosh, the beauty that can come out of that suffering. And you are just a perfect example of that. Thank you. So Maddie, Maddie, you mentioned um, you use strategies and things that you do. What, what do you do on a regular basis? Uh, when you kind of realize that you need to attend to your mental health, what, what kind of strategies do you turn to? So the first thing it took a while to figure out, I'm going to be honest because everything we have done works for me. Um, it just took a while to figure out what worked the best for me. Um, so the two things that I actually go to, if I'm not at home, I go to grounding a hundred percent. That is, what makes me feel at peace with myself. I focus on my breathing and it works like nothing I've ever encountered before. There's no medication that could replace something like that. And then my second thing is actually journaling. I carry my journal everywhere with me. I have an assortment of pens that I bring 
And I just, whenever I need to relieve an emotion, I go to journaling. And typically I use journaling and grounding together. So I will do a minute of grounding and then journal. No matter where I am, I could be in the middle of the grocery store. <laughs> um, but I take my time to do that. And those things are the most helpful in having myself become present again. Wow. Maddie, I mean, talk about something so incredibly simple, yet so intentional and powerful to get us through our days. Um, because we know that distraction is our sort of our default setting to a lot of anxiety. And for you to have those skills readily available, I love that you say in the middle of the grocery store or, you know, where, wherever you are to be able to grab those simple tools. I just... I think it is just absolutely wonderful. Oh, man. Well, you know, the, the going to the graduation for me was, it was so nice to see everyone. I, I didn't realize it, but I needed that closure. Um, I, there's so many kids in your, in your graduating class that I've gotten to know over the years. Um, and to have it end so abruptly, it was, was painful and difficult. And it was so good to see everyone. How was your graduation? I mean, Honestly, for me, I actually loved graduation. I know that it was definitely not traditional compared to what other um, graduations have been like, but it was just wonderful to be able to have that. And like you said, get that closure. And just, although we were not supposed to throw our caps, I did, I did not want to miss out on that. Well, Maddie, I want to thank you so much for your time. It's been an honor to just be a part of your life and to watch you grow and be honest and open with uh, with taking care and celebrating your mental health. So um, it's meant a lot to the Mindfulness Club to have you around, and you know that. And we're we're always here for you if you need us. But I just wanted to let you know, like I re truly appreciate you and all that you've done for the club and all you all that you have done for celebrating mental health at Cheyenne Mountain High School. So thank you. Well, thank you guys for giving us the opportunity to be part of something like this because most high schools and colleges don't have a club like this and adults like you guys who are willing to listen to us. And I think that it has, it's been my favorite experience of high school by far. Well, you have certainly added to that experience um, for me and I know for Jeff and for so many of your peers. And as I think about this, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Maddie is just going to head up to CSU um, and start a mindfulness club up there and continue um, what we've been doing because it, there's a great need. So I will, I will actually look forward to maybe coming up to uh, Fort Collins and visiting uh, your mindfulness club. How about that? That would be absolutely fantastic. And I have already reached out with my freshman counselor about doing something like that. So I will keep you guys updated on what happens. <laughs> of course you have. Of course <laughs> you have. Maddie, you're such a joy and um, have been a huge part of my gratitude this year as well. When I think of individuals in my life who have been so significant, you are certainly one of them. So thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you guys so much. <laughs> Maddie mentioned journaling, 
and we want to introduce you to one of the most important and widely used journaling interventions in the field of positive psychology. It's called the three blessings or three good things. This particularly powerful journaling exercise only takes a few minutes each day. And it comes from Dr. Martin Seligman, the founder of Positive Psychology. He asks us to write down three things that went well each day and then to focus on why they went well. These things don't have to be earth shattering. They can be simple little things like a nice walk that we got to take with a friend. This exercise can change your well-being. By paying close attention, we can become more optimistic. We know that optimists live longer, they take better care of themselves, they report more life satisfaction and less depression. When we scan the world for all the positive, we see that the world is a great place and a lot of great things are happening. So here's our challenge to you. Grab that journal each night, take a few minutes to reflect on your day, and write down those three things that went really well today and why. And then send us an email at mindfulandpositive at gmail and let us know how it's going for you. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. The Mindful and Positive podcast is brought to you by the Mindfulness and Positivity Project, a nonprofit organization whose mission is to infuse lives with happiness and peace, cultivated through mindfulness and positivity. And if you like what you heard today, find us, share us, like us, or simply get in touch with us at mindfulandpositive.com. Or email us at mindfulandpositive at gmail.com. 